Hello and welcome to the Urban Health Podcast, keeping entrepreneurs healthy and powerful. I'm Stephanie Webster. I'm a nutritional therapist based in Harley Street, London, specializing in extreme fat loss, daily accountability coaching for busy executives and entrepreneurs. Being an entrepreneur myself, I like to find seamless solutions to health problems. And to help you with that mission today, we have the honor and privilege of having Monica on the show. Monica, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I haven't pronounced your surname because I'm too scared. Would you like to tell us your name? Uh, yes, no problem. Uh, it's Monica Spakovic. I love that. Okay, Monica, for those who aren't familiar with your career and your achievements, please tell us about your journey to date. Uh, well, so I started in this industry probably around 10 years ago, although before I have a, a background in social rehab, I get a master's degree and I work with people, especially young people who have a problem with addictions and a psychological problem like eating disorders or problem with alcohol related. Um, so this, my background definitely helped me to work with people because, you know, I, I think I can look a little bit deeper into them and be able to help them to cross any sort of path, any sort of barriers and problems they might meet during the journey. Uh, I'm in the industry, like I said before, around 10 years, around 10 years, I went probably through different, all possible stages from fitness instructor to personal trainer, uh, to nutritionist, uh, specializing in nutrition, so physical performance. Um, I did a little bit of body transformation, and at the moment, I'm focusing more on helping people to find a solution, as a lifestyle solution, you know, to deal with um, weight gain problems with fat loss, uh, to be more sustainable rather than just quick fix. It's not, you know, just get there to get the six packs or become very lean. It's just more about learning how to get the body and how to keep the body for the rest of the life. Yes, and that's what inspires me about you and how busy you are. And you're one of the leanest women I know, the most impeccable physique, and you're so inspiring. Even watching you train, your commitment, your work ethic, your dedication, it, I really look up to you for that. And the work that you do with your clients is is astounding. So um, on that, you currently offer personal training sessions. Where do you offer these and, and when and how? Um, so at the moment I'm working in a um, private studio, it's called Engine Room and it's based just close to Great Portland Street Station nearby Regent Park. Okay. So I'm uh, self-employed, uh, I'm working for myself, um, I see people on the daily basis, whatever, you know, it's whatever suits the times they work between two of us. Um, uh, part of this, I also provide personal uh, uh, online training. So I write the program programs and diets for for people coming from different backgrounds. Everything is depends, you know, like how much time somebody has, how uh, what is their previous experience, uh, what is the level of commitment they are able to uh, to, pro to provide, and I'm just really taking it from there. It's like I said, again, it's more about what can you do and what can you apply to your life rather than just, you know, putting your body or your mind under the stress. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of our listeners are busy entrepreneurs and they have a lot of stress, little time, lots of commitments. They're overwhelmed and they need to get healthy. Where do they start? Well, so I think, you know, generally for most of the people, especially people which I know that they 
uh, you know, working long hours in the offices is really just about becoming active. At first, any type of activity you can implement into your body and almost daily routine, it's it's perfect. It's like I really, really encourage people to start with walking, to go out, to go from meeting to meeting, to go walking, to drop off their tube and just go walking steps. You know, it helps a lot. You get in... Well, you're becoming way more active, you're getting less stress because you're avoiding all the traffic and all the, uh, you know, lot of people in the, in the underground. You also have a little bit of time to, uh, to de-stress, to catch up fresh air. So that would be my first advice, you know, just go active and just go outside. Yeah, another thing, you know, which I could, which I could straight away recommend is like, just find the way of training or find something that you really like, like that you, you, you enjoy and like whatever you can do. If it's like, I always, of course, prioritize resistance running, but you know, running or spinning classes is something that you find it uh, more appearing. Just started from there, really. What what do you love about what you do? I know you've got a lot of um, inspiring stories and you've touched so many people's lives. Why do you do what you do? I think the most important thing for me is when I see people, you know, how they're changing, how they're changing, not only physically. I think more rewarding for me is actually to see the psychological changes appearing, the, you know, the increase of confidence, the increase of happiness, the becoming more driven in different aspects of life. And I think this is, that's really the biggest success I can get from um, the most rewarding yeah, and uh, how do you re-motivate a person who gets into training, they apply the the healthy habits that you've um, taught them, and then the life gets in the way, in their words, and they, they come in and out, they put on weight, and they come back in, and then and out, and they're just sort of yo-yo dieting, or they're coming in and out. How do you grab someone like that and just keep them on the straight and narrow for their own good? Mm. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm thinking it's more, maybe going to sound a little bit... Um... Well, I don't want to sound like I'm appearing, you know, to be amazing or anything like that, but I really barely have clients that are getting yo-yo effects, you know, because like I said, the way I teach people, I, I, I consider this, I see this more as a teaching people, how to change the lifestyle. I don't really see yo-yo effects in my clients, you know, they become, of course, everyone gets out of the path for a little bit. But they know exactly what to do because part of my job is also show them like there is a moderation in life, you know. So if you know you have done something that you wasn't according to the plan, that you ate more, you party a little bit, I teach them what to do to sort of go back. So <clears throat> just become a little bit of active, a bit more active. Just create little deficits for little little part of your life. Uh, for the next couple of days, just cut on carbohydrates for the next couple of days and just give yourself the time to go back um, again to the routine. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that's really healthy, how, how to um, have damage limitation protocols before and after. I think that's very, very reasonable and very sustainable. And it, it makes it not daunting. And that's what I like about your methods. And um, you've got loads of different types of clients, but what's the ideal client for you? There's a lot of people listening, and I, I believe very much in the relationship between trainer and, and customer should be, should be um, really uh, unified. What, what's an ideal client for you? Um, you know, in terms of ideal client, I think ideal client is the client who can commit. And if client will commit... This is everything what I'm asking for, you know, like give the best that you can, 
give the best with your training, give the best with your diet. And like I'm saying, nobody's perfect, but just be honest, you know? Like, if you know that you have event going, um, um, let's plan this together. If you know that um, something went wrong and you ate something you shouldn't be having and you, um, you have, I don't know, a couple of drinks and things like that, you're just being honest and uh, working together because, you know, I'm there to help. I'm there to show the best resolution, but I cannot help if the person is not, uh, not there with me. It's a, you know, both people journey and um, commitment, dedication, just being honest. That's that, 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 that's what created a perfect client for me. That's really. Yeah. And what are your personal ambitions over the next five years? Um, I would like to um, grow my business mainly. I'm thinking growing my business in a, in a online scale. Um, just get really more people that I can show them that, of course, it's great to have a client around you, but there's plenty of people that uh, have a lot of different reasons why they cannot do it, you know, why they cannot see personal trends, why they cannot be there. So uh, for me, growing the business online, the online training, the online coaching, that would be something that I'm um, definitely looking into. And then um, probably expand more in terms of um, maybe possibly hiring somebody to help me to just get uh, some extra help on board to be able to to, to expand my service. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And in the fitness industry at the moment, I mean, we've had such a boom with different nutrition, different personal trainers. Yeah. And at the moment, uh, what, what the Instagram mentality, for example, the, how everyone's more into food and more aware these days, but there, there's good and bad to that. What is good about yeah. the fitness industry at the moment, and what needs to change in your in your view? Uh, what, what, what I think what is good definitely, I would say uh, the amount of female getting into training, into the resistance training, into um, getting to the gym actually, and you know, and being there. That's that's one thing that I'm really happy. That's that's what I always was trying to promote. Um, I think awareness of food a little bit. However, you know, like like you said, there is lots of information on Instagram and there is lots of very confusing information, you know, like everyone is jumping, oh, you should only be doing keto diet or you should be doing, you know, like intermediate fasting. I think you cannot create one approach. Like I have a lot of clients that have different type of problems, right? So you, it, it has to be really personal. So I, I would say this is definitely the disadvantage that people looking on Instagram and they think, okay, I'm going to start this, this ping-ponging from one diet to another diet to, to changing the type of training you're doing. Really to achieve anything, you have to be consistent. And I think the same as it's for training, as for food, uh, it, it requires consistency. So definitely this is the worst thing I'm seeing, you know, like on the, all the social media. Absolutely. So there's weight training and then there's cardio. What is the most efficient way to lose body fat? Do you need both? Do you need a combination of both? And to what level of intensity? Well, I would always support resistance training just because just have, you, you, it's like you're getting so much more benefits out of it. Like cardio, yeah, cardio is great. It's great to people from, who just started, you know. It's a, um easy way to do some sort of activities without uh, harming yourself. Let's say that the, that the percentage of how bad can this be, you know, how damaging is, it's, it's less. It's it's where you, you, be, you keep being active. However, you know, to keep 
getting the same results, you have to constantly increase the amount of cardio. And I know lots of girls that they start to 20 minutes cardio and then they go into crazy one and a half a day to just get and achieve the same results. With the resistance training, you can really get um, good workout in 45 minutes, three times. So you can, it's definitely more, um, in regards to time consumption is, is definitely better. Also, because of uh, the benefits getting you, you increasing your metabolic rate for way, for way longer than after cardio, you are able to change your body shape, actually. You're getting stronger, your body is getting stronger, you're <clears throat> helping yourself to stop yourself from uh, osteoporosis. Yeah. And I could I, I, I could bring home more and more, but mm-hmm. I think like I like I said, you kinda it's a good start, but I would always um promote resistance training. Mm, absolutely. And should men and women train differently? I would say definitely yes. So the first and main reason is women don't have a testosterone and I still know a lot of women that they are afraid get bulky very quickly but we probably have like one ten of um, the testosterone the guys have which makes our training we have less output right the training is not that damaging to our body which means we have to train harder harder in regards of intensity so we have to make more sets, more repetitions to create the same sort of output that the guys getting, you know, just from few very heavy lifts. Another factor would be that we have uh, more fibers, one, which makes us uh, better in regards to training in more volume, yeah? So, so again, um, more sets, more repetitions. Um, we also have higher level of estrogen, which is actually working perfectly in regards to recovery. We recover quicker, so that means you can train more often than the guys. So that would be just a few examples of this, how the training, why the training is supposed to be different. I love that. Thank you. And and I, I also love that you're not anti-carbs. Carbs have had a really bad name in, in the media. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, your approach is you use carbs intelligently to aid strength and burn fat, actually. So tell us a bit about your philosophy on carbohydrates. So I think carbs is a great tool to use around your performance, right? First of all, like I believe you're supposed to eat for performance as well, right? So a lot of women is just eating. You know, I'm talking about women because women have normally bigger problem with getting the food right, and they are also definitely more afraid of carbs than the guys are. But if you put them smartly and intelligently into your diet, first of all, you're going to inf- improve your performance. You're going to become stronger. And also, if you eat them straight away after training, you will recover quicker. So that makes you being able to come back to training again and be more efficient with what you're doing. Yeah. Like I said, I don't, yeah, carbs shouldn't have a bad reputation. It's just about how much and when and which sorts of carbs you're supposed to be having. Absolutely. And, and nutrient timing is something that you're really good at. And I, I'm very impressed with what you've done there. Um, Thank you. What are the signs of overtraining and have you experienced overtraining yourself? Yeah, I have time that I, pre- I, I was preparing for bodybuilding competition. I did a couple of shows in one year. So there was like six months of constant training. I, I would train sometimes, sometimes most of the day twice. Twice a day, obviously, you know, um, keeping in calories deficit. So um, I actually got to the point that I had adrenal fatigue and I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to function properly. I wasn't able to 
not only train but also you know just like work efficiently so uh, I think after um, actually experiencing this um, I'm really aware especially for women because of our um, hormones um, to don't go to extremes right it's one thing it's um, getting training right and you know trying to do a lot but sometimes doing too much is actually more harmful than better so again, we're coming back to just being smart with uh, with the um, programming. Yeah, absolutely, which is why they need guidance. But a lot of our clients um, travel a lot, male and female clients. Uh, is there a, a, a rundown of a routine that you can give us that they can carry out in their hotel rooms? So like I said about cardio, I think when you are away and you when it's been stay active, I will always. You can always go for a walk. You can always go for a little run if, if people are into running. That's something that I would implement. Start you there early and go for a walk before you're gonna reach um, uh, office and you're gonna sit on the chair for for most of the day. Also, you know, most of the hotels have a um, some 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 They have like some basic equipment. So what I do with my clients, I always give them what I call hotel routine, right? Something that they are able just to do on their own, something that they feel comfortable, just even having a couple of dumbbells. Again, if there is no gym and you have to stay in your room, in your room and uh, there is a way of building body, uh, body weight training, uh, most of my clients also have things like um, glute band, so they are able to um, perform some of the exercises in the room. And I'm always happy um, for them to, to ask me so we can go through the um, program together before they're going to go to hotels. So they're feeling confident. They know that what they're going to do. Amazing. And where are you based and how can people get in touch if they want to train with you? Because you're nice and central in Great Portland Street, which is a great location for people to pop in in their lunch break or after work or before work. So where, tell us how we can get in touch. The best is just get in touch with me personally. People can uh, check my Instagram, uh, which is uh, Monikia. Also, uh, I have a website, which is called uh, superbody.online. And call, contact me via phone. Uh, just give me a call and we can. I'm always happy to arrange a free consultation to sit down and talk through what are the possibilities and how how we can work together. Monica, thank you so much. You've been amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you for your inspiring insights and helping the Urban Health Podcast and keeping entrepreneurs healthy and powerful. Thank you. Thank you.